0: Welcome to Backlog Dialogues, the podcast where we dig you out of your backlog before it buries you. I'm John, and joining me as always are the Maleficent of Lady Tremaine to my evil queen. At least I'm the one whose
1: name's mentioned in the movie, then. I'm Jared. Are you? <laughs> well, that's the, that's, the, that's the advantage of dibs. That comes first, come first serve, man. Okay. And you're Jared, and I'm Matt. <laughs> yes, I was aware of that. Thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this time we are all evil women.
1: yes. Indeed. You know, I'm afraid about going there because I'm going to say something upsets someone. I'm just too good at that.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's the full, uh, what is it, girl boss trinity? <laughs> oh, I, oh, no. Backing up. I'm sorry. Backing up, man.
1: <laughs> I, would, yes. I would rather be yeah, that. That's like Gatekeep girl boss <laughs> Yep.
2: I'd that's going to have to be a trio of ours at some point.
1: <laughs> Oof, the gaslight gatekeep to my girl boss. I mean, I just no. We're not going to say it like that. Those aren't characters in anything. Yeah, I know. But just <laughs> I'm just imagining. That's just that's two of the worst possible things, and one that's reasonably positive reasonably positive. But I don't. I mean, feel qualified qualify for.
0: I just abuse whatever that meme shows up, especially when they just show one character encompassing all three. Yes. Oh, you mean you mean like a certain mermaid? Yes. <laughs> Yes, like a certain mermaid from a certain magical girl anime. <laughs> anyway, a certain magical for, girl anime for kids. So we're off
2: to, we're <laughs> off to a swimming start here. Yep. We're going to start covering Terra's story in Birth by Sleep and we're going yep. to start with the intro The Land of Departure.
0: Yep. Well, so we're going to cover four things for Terra today, which sounds like a lot, but it's Birth by Sleep. And if you thought the Disney worlds in Kingdom Hearts 2 were sparse, Wait till we get to birth by sleep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they were. But let's see what's next. (laughs) Yup. And yet after Kingdom Hearts 1's fumbling attempts and Kingdom Hearts 2, what some of the more awkward ones they ended up trying to do is it's not entirely a bad thing.
0: This game is very much just trying to be a playground for testing out this new combat system that they have in mind.
1: Since our last uh, recording, I played further. I finished up the game. I'm a little less angry towards the playstyle, but I still don't think I'm going to ever fully gel with it.
0: Yeah, I think that's my overall opinion of it. Like, there was a certain
1: satisfaction on my third playthrough with third character to making them crushingly deadly, but I still don't like the limitations of it. It Mm -hmm. feels like it feels more artificial than, like, good constraints.
2: Mm -hmm. The one good thing about Kingdom Hearts, just in general, though, is that they sincerely and... And very nicely introspect about what worked and what didn't. Yes. And so the things that worked in Birth by Sleep actually move on and get incorporated into later games. Whereas Mm -hmm. the things that didn't, they go away.
0: Speaking of things that don't work, let's talk about our new dope.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 come on. Terror works really hard. He just, um, you'll see. All right. So, (laughs) I mean, I'm just talking in terms of control. Uh, Like, ah, Terra's the Terra's your your slow heavy hitting character. Yes, he's got he's got long range. He's got slower animations, but he also has a lot of damage. And, and especially early in the game, when you're not really overpowering enemies, he, he can be very useful there. I know a lot of yes. people think he's one of the easiest starts, but he also falls off the most.
0: Yeah, he he is probably the easiest start. Even though I think I would prefer having a character that controls a bit more like Sora to be the first one that you learn the game with, but. Mm. That character is also a lot weaker than Terra. So
1: <laughs> I kind of have a soft spot for your your slow heavy hitters in games. When I played Smash Bros. Brawl, I liked Ike a lot. So mm-hmm. I, I certainly had a certain connection to Terra. Though.
0: I will always play a heavyweight in Mario Kart. There are some times where I've liked uh, really uh, slow-moving characters in fighting games like Labrys and Persona 4 Ultimax. Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. Yes.
2: Terra is pretty good in the early game, but at the end, he is not more powerful enough to justify his poor yeah. movement.
0: I would say the way leveling works in this game ends up smoothing out a lot of the differences, but the ability pool that Terra has access to and his general movement capabilities make him an overall weaker character.
1: A lot of people talk about dodge moves, but I can I can never do so-called perfect invincibility frames anyway, so it affects me less.
0: All you have to do is Thunder Surge. That's the only thing you need in your deck, and you can avoid everything and do most damage. We see how John enjoys the width and breadth of this game's options. <laughs> I have opinions about this game's width and depth of its options, okay? <laughs> opinions. No. So now we picked our first option. Yeah. OK, so we're going to start in Land of Departure, as M- Matt alluded to before.
1: In the tutorial, we just had to help with expositing that Terra and Aqua having their Mark of Mastery exam. And this is clearly that next day.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, this is the next day. Uh, Terra and Aqua stand before two Keyblade Masters seated in thrones. One looks like a wise old samurai dude. And he fits the aesthetic and the general proportions of the other characters. Like They look they belong in the same world. Yep. How would you describe the other one? He's a hunching old bald man with a with a chin pulp, and he's wearing Ansem, Seeker of Darkness's outfit, which he does not pull off nearly as well because he is a hunched over old man who's bald. <laughs> kind of looks like kind of looks like Mega Mind, but not nearly as DreamWorks, and not nearly as Blue. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and we already know he's the old guy we saw both from this opening and from the secret movie slash opening video as well. But yeah. let's look aside from that. Get, I mean, we got Ventus Aquinter. We teased the designs, but they look like consistent. Uh, slightly anime ish teens, more or less. Yep. The the other master, Ericus, he is the dignified old master. He's very much wearing samurai gear, though, with a kind of a weird open robe look to it. Mm-hmm. And our final guy looks like Gollum God, who's got a decent workout and a tan, and is, is also dressing <laughs> up in, in just this cool trench coat. Mm-hmm. And also got sure? a
2: beard. Yep. Are you sure yep. his name is Ericus? I'm pretty sure that guy is Qui Gon Jin. Ah. Mm. Uh,
1: But we're going to start there already.
0: I mean, (laughs) he is every single uh, bad Jedi master in the Star Wars movies all rolled into one. Which I argue is not Qui-Gon. I think Qui-Gon's the
1: one who actually was trying. The others were much stupider.
0: It's also very fitting because he is voiced by Mark Hamill. (laughs) (laughs) I actually didn't know that one.
1: Yeah. So in the same room here, we got Mark Hamill and Leonard Nimoy playing characters
0: that could not look more like opposites. The character Leonard Nimoy is playing has pointy ears and, <laughs> Mark-, and Mark Hamill's character has a cool sword.
2: I I just love the way Leonard Nimoy pulls off this role. He he really gets into it. And honestly, uh, I don't think I see Leonard Nimoy playing villains very
1: often. I think this is kind of a good okay. role for him. So what you're telling me is you never were a Transformers fan. I guess I wasn't.
0: I never was. <laughs>
1: I mean, I was a little bit one. He's Galvatron, the movie, kind of playing. Uh, he's a new they then playing against freaking Orson Welles' uh, Unicron. He kind of became a version of this. I don't remember the character's name in Transformers 3, because I can't be bothered too much about those movies. But he just has a few infamous roles. I know he's in other voice work, but I never remember more. Leonard Nimoy just has a lot of gravitas in his voice
2: when he really gets into what he's doing.
0: And... I mean, here he's clearly having a lot of fun being the most evil old goblin that ever existed. And by the way, in multiple
1: places, you can find Nomura saying he picked those roles because he wanted Spock to be to be this character and also loved the idea of him <laughs> and Hamill being doing this in the same room. That's amazing.
0: If you have managed to make enough influence in your company, to be able to get that to happen, you <laughs> fucking get that to happen. <laughs> Unfortunately, what this would be Leonard Nimoy's last r- uh video game role, right? Yes. I don't remember what else he did after this, but he was not mm. he would not be uh, old or in future Kingdom Hearts games. Well
1: I assume we're not counting him being in the in the uh the Kelvin the Kelvin the Kelvin vs Star Trek movies.
0: Um
1: I think let's see, when was the first one of that? Well the last one. Into Darkness was twenty thirteen and wasn't when, that one uh, Yes, he was. He, he appears on a screen to give spoilers to Kirk about the past. Okay.
0: And, and, but and I don't I think birth he. By but I was don't. Was
1: it 2012? Uh
0: huh. Birth by Sleep? But I thought Birth by Sleep was earlier than that. Oh, 2010. You're right. And sorry, what do you say you don't think he was in what? Now, when was Dream Drop Distance? Was that 2013, 2014? I feel pretty
1: certain he was already replaced by that point. Um, That was in 2012. Well, maybe not. I mean, he, he, he lived to about 2013.
0: I know he is not. Uh, Master Xehanort in Dream
1: Drop Distance. Oh, so he was already replaced at that point. So even though, no, actually it says he was. Oh, OK, I'm wrong. Yeah, because Nimoy didn't die in 2015. Dream Drop Distance was in 2012.
0: OK, yeah, OK, that's right. He was recast for Kingdom Hearts 3 and then he had to be recast again after that.
1: Yeah, that's that's definitely something we'll discuss. <laughs> yep.
0: anyway. But yeah, as we're also alluding, this guy is he's, of course, Master Xehanort. Dun, dun, yep. dun. And so
2: uh, Ericus gives a speech about what the Marker Mastery exam is and how this is not a competition nor a test of wills. It's not if you lose, you don't if you lose the, the battle, you don't uh, win. Or you don't become a master or whatever. It's a test of heart. Yep. Very, very Jedi, right? Well,
1: yeah, I'm thinking of Naruto, actually.
0: Yeah, it's a bit Naruto. <laughs> mm. It's it's very shown in anime with a bit of Star Wars. There's a lot of that this season.
1: (laughs) And believe me, there's plenty of stuff where the Star Wars references become so much easier just the test itself. Meh. It's also worth knowing, even though we got this ridiculousness, everyone just accepted as normal. It's even Ventus. He's kind of sitting off the side and the and the old guy gives him this weird look here. But the old guy, you know, evil smirk, weird look. That's just his default expression. Mm -hmm. Is everyone okay with this? And everyone ha- everyone is extremely progressive in Kingdom Hearts and knows not to judge a book by its cover. When a you, book you, is bound in human skin and printed in blood, it and, and summons dead spirits. I think you need to at least consider the cover might be telling you something.
0: <laughs> Don't be prejudiced, Jared. Jeez.
2: I mean, we had that with Riku, too. I mean, y- you take one look at Maleficent and she's every bit the, you know, the 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 stereotypical
1: uh Obvious villain. Obvious we, villain. Oh, wait. There, I missed the scene where we are proven wrong. And she actually runs an ice cream stand, I guess. <laughs> no,
0: she she just has a reason to be the way she is.
1: Yes. The reason is she's kind of petty. Or if you watch the live action movie, because of really weird, horrifying assault um, analogs. Oof! Am I the only one who's seen that movie? Because I have not seen that movie. I've heard it's one of the better ones. It's not terrible. It's pretty good, but... Ooh, that's that's really uncomfortable. They, Was there they, they, a Broadway they, show as well or something? I forget. I could not tell you. There's Broadway shows of everything. There's a Goosebumps Broadway show. So I don't know. Let's focus. <laughs> anyway, Eric is tired of the, the examination by saying, hit these orbs. Yeah. All about orbs.
0: And then Xehanort, like just behind his back, waves his hand a little. And now the orbs start emitting dark waves and just kind of scrambling around. Were they going to be still targets? Ericus just decides to roll with it, like he's just like, no, no, this isn't a problem. I I know I summoned these orcs of light, and they said it turn dark, but I'm not going to question it. Yeah, and and all of them get yeah.
1: Even even Ventus jumps in, though. Everyone immediately tells him not to.
0: Yep, I think Ericus
2: just kind of understands at some level that Xehanort is kind of has power over darkness, but thinks that it's
1: okay in some, some, at some oh, level. Oh, I mean. Considering everything else we saw of Ericus, I don't think he could ever think that's OK. Like, I mean, Ericus,
0: we got things to say about this guy. Yeah, I suppose that's true. I think I just think Ericus is just kind of like interesting. That was weird. That's weird. Oh, maybe oh I, no. Oh, anyway, maybe I,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What is that from originally?
0: I have no idea what that meme is from, and I'm not going to question it right now. We need to keep moving. Shh. <laughs> So, yeah, I
1: mean, Aqua tells Ventus to go back to his room. I think she literally says that.
0: Yep. Which is not nice for the poor Ven, but. Yeah. And he's like, I can help, too.
1: And yep. Ventus has kid brother energy there. For for the good and bad that that includes. Yep. I mean, for, I mean I, I'm certainly not going to just jump on him, but he certainly does. It certainly does have its positive and negatives for that.
0: Yep. Like. I mean, Ventus just doesn't want to miss out on seeing his big brother and big sister become masters. That's all.
1: (laughs) But he also wants to beat up some orbs, because that sounds fun. Yep. Yeah,
0: Terra says he can stay. It's fine. It's cool. We're supposed to ponder the orbs. No, we're supposed to pound the orbs. Oof. Thank you. Once we win, we get Terra's first form change, Critical Impact. Which is pretty cool. He just kind of starts smashing
1: shit harder.
0: Yeah, like, it is the most... Utterly basic form change, I think you get in this entire game. But it's still good. I got it. I could try hitting
1: things really, really hard. I'm yep. stealing that joke and I don't care.
0: As I recall, it is charged mostly just by doing uh, non elemental physical Keyblade moves. Mm-hmm. Techniques mostly. They,
1: they mentioned yeah. like uh, rushes and raids. Yep. It's decently powerful. <laughs> so yeah, we beat the things up a bit. And Ericus, he literally just is like, well, that was unexpected. But it's good everyone stay calm. I'm going to call this a plus. Yep. Yep. No one
0: died. I'm still a good teacher. Yep. And so then we while we don't get to play it, there, the next test for Terra is a one-on-one fight with Aqua. Yeah. It's it's a pretty
1: quick cut scene. We see Terra get knocked back. Aqua's rushing him. And then for a second, he starts to pull darkness into his hand, but then he stops.
0: Yep. I, I have in my notes, Xeradar grins, making it clear that, open parentheses, if you haven't already guessed, open parentheses, because you're a dummy, close parentheses, close parentheses, he's the villain of the game.
1: I mean... I go back to a silly reference here. I go back to Quest for Camelot and Gary Oldman as huge, <laughs> slope-browed, stringy hair, pale guy among all the very normal humans in the round table. It's like, you're right. Um, Mr. troglodyte really should be here, too, I see.
0: Yes. I mean, he is such an obvious villain that it's a qu- wonder why anyone ever trusts this guy. That's going mean, to be a theme for this part of the season.
1: I mean, for almost everyone else, it's because Ericus does.
0: Yes. And I have questions
1: about that. And I'm going to get back to that. Yes. I put a pin in that there.
0: So after the test, Ericus has decided that only Aqua has shown the mark of mastery because Terra has not kept the darkness inside him sufficiently in check. I mean, I mean Eric, what the fuck? He, for
1: half a second, darkness appeared in his hand. He's like, no way, I don't want to do that. He pushed it down, didn't overwhelm him. And this is like he's, he's just some goddamn evangelical saying, well, if you lost in your heart, you're damned anyways.
0: Fucking hell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. So, yeah, basically, I I you know, I'm just going to go out for a now, but Eric is really he really just gets on my end here. Yep. <laughs> so and, and we mean, we, we, we got to go full Star Wars
0: here, but we we can go full weird out of Star Wars. Yep. Yoda yeah, sensed in him much fear. So Qui-Gon said, now let's stick now listen here. Just stick it in your pointy ear. I still will teach this dumb shit.
1: <laughs> I tried to teach it for so long. It's just not working. I wish I could say I treated I trained it wrong as a joke. Ooh, we're reference heavy
0: today. Yep. So yeah, Mark Hamill being an old Jedi master. Kingdom Hearts gets Star Wars when? Yeah. Maybe <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 4.
1: Ooh. I mean, yeah. I mean this one if I think we just worth saying right now how much we clearly see the prequel trilogy in this game and for that's for its positives, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got Terra here. He's now just been cut down saying, well, you just weren't good
0: enough. Yep. He is very much in the Anakin in uh, Attack of the Clones mode right now.
1: And it's good. I feel he did better. Anakin was having rage issues and not resolving. Yeah. Tara, Tara is just do it. But yep. Eric is like,
0: I smell darkness on him. So yep. go take a shower. Yep. yep go take a shower. <laughs> Wash all that darkness off of you. Get rid of that yeah. poop gas smell. Yeah, I mean,
1: and Terra's just a straw. I mean, Aqua and Venable, fuck, I'm sorry. He's like, well, where did the darkness come from?
0: Yep. Meanwhile, Ericus indoctrinates Aqua into the next level of the Keyblade Mystery Cult, leaves Terra out in the cold. Yeah, the yeah, only Sheikah Lord stuff. This is now Secret
1: Club. Fuck off. Yep. And Terra okay. just talking off. Dad doesn't love
0: me. So then we get a little side cut scene where Xehanort stops near someone wearing a dark muscle suit that looks a lot like the weird muscle suit that Riku had. And also that
1: one we saw in the opening, like the opening decided to tell us everything that's going to happen. That's why yes. is the foregone tragedy. Yep.
2: I really do like the, these designs of the, you know, like the raw muscle on the outside suits. It's, it's really kind of creepy.
0: At least it's not another gas cloak to hide an identity here. It's just a yeah. mask. Do those cloaks yep. even exist at this point? Yes. But you don't know that yet. (laughs) I'm
1: kind of worried how you put that. So, yeah. So we don't. So, yeah. So what do you think? And and the guy like we don't get to see his face, but he does talk.
0: Yeah. And his voice is suspiciously Haley Joel Osment. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You can be suspiciously Haley Joel Osment.
1: It's like it's Haley Joel Osment, but I'm not really worried about or suspecting anything. (laughs) Yep. It's, a, it's kind of fun listening to Haley just doing the the dark, snarky, like mean voice. Mm-hmm. I don't think he gets to do that that much, does he?
0: No, he doesn't. He's having fun getting to an evil version of things. There's this, there's this weird
1: dumb live action. He's called Future Man or something. Where he kind of plays this complete d bag, like a uh, higher up bully of the main character. But oh, interesting. <laughs> it's live action, so he's kind. Of, he's not the biggest guy, <laughs> mm. so it's just it's just power abuse.
0: Gotcha. I actually do think of it because that's kind of what he sounds like when he's being nasty. So, yeah, Xehanort just asked Dark Suit what he thinks. Dark Suit wants to fight. Xehanort says, nope. It's a scene that we're going to see a bunch of times. I, does he say who it is that's not going to cut it?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, so Xehanort's asked, we thought of that, he says He's not. Yeah. Cut it. Yep. Yep. The
2: circuitous plan is not nearly complete enough. Yep. Uh, have-
0: oh, he isn't quite wearing a helmet yet in the scene. He's, He's holding it, it, I think. He's holding it. Well, and then, like, the, the camera is always cutting off the top of his head. So until he puts the helmet on, we don't get to see what his face looks like. Hey, mask
1: rules must be adhered. It doesn't matter if no one else is there. You still have to obey the mask rules until the identity of reveal is shocking.
0: Yes, that is the whole point of masks. If the point of a mask is to completely conceal an identity, the identity being concealed must be a shock. If the mask is not designed to completely cover a face, it's a joke.
1: <laughs> yeah, back to Justice like, League. I have no idea who this is. <laughs> they yeah. start
2: trying to talk about how we can get uh, Ventus to leave where he will get, be more vulnerable.
1: And I have to say, the cut really looks like he walked five feet out of the room and is talking to this guy in a hallway. Yeah. Outside where everyone else still is. And they're talking loud.
0: Yeah. It is a secret off screen soliloquy to the rest of the characters, so they don't—they can't hear it. Rule of drama.
1: Hey, this is a soliloquy, so you're being rude for listening.
0: Meh. <laughs> so, anyway, Tara tries to find some time alone, tries to understand why the darkness is inside him. He's listening to his Linkin Park CDs nonstop. Yep. And then Xanort shows up to try and play Dark Jedi Master. <laughs>
1: The, the darkness, he's like, the darkness is nothing to fear. It's so annoying that Ericus is a jerk about it. He'll nope. never make you a master. It's like, you so, can't learn this from a Jedi. <laughs> well, let's just do that scene. I think it's a fun little scene. Okie dokie. There's darkness within me. So why does that matter? I know I'm strong enough to hold it back. Yes,
0: you are indeed strong. The darkness
1: is nothing to fear. Master Xehanort. And yet,
0: how frustrating that Master Ericus refutes its power. Why? You could train with him forever and still. You'd never be a master in his eyes.
1: But why? Help me understand, Master Xehanort. What is it that I have failed to learn? You are fine as you are.
0: Darkness cannot be destroyed, it can only be channeled. Yes, thank you, Master. (laughs) <laughs> it's a small, simple scene, but man, do you? there like- is so much Dark Jedi energy going on there. <laughs> this is
2: one of those things where it shows that Xehanort is actually very competent because he goes
1: and tells Terra exactly what he wants to hear. Yep, I, I'm going to make some questions about his actual full planning ability, but his ability to to act on the fly and in the moment is extremely good.
0: Yeah, he he is very good at finding the exact right dipshit to manipulate at any given point in time and saying the exact things that will manipulate that dipshit. He's telling
1: Terry, you said you said it's, it's nothing boring. you're just born that way. Yep. <laughs> nope, 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 nope.
2: Yep. But not only that, it's just it's just. No, there's nothing wrong with you. It's Ericus that's wrong. Yep,
1: uh, it's exactly what someone like Tara wants to hear right now. I'm going to go back to the Sith over and over again because this is exactly what happens in Episode like two, two. three.
0: Yep, two and, th- and three. more specifically three. More specifically three. Yeah, it's like we're just doing a whole full rundown of everything.
1: Yeah, I mean, is it is it Xehanort's telling him? It's like, look, this is something to feel bad about, and it's, and you can't just destroy it. You just have to work with it so you can accept it. And it just as Eric is, he's just he's just beating on you emotionally and that's doing nothing. It's never going to help. Yep. And it the
2: means- the cool thing is that, you know, I think Xehanort is technically correct here. You can't just, you know, get rid of the darkness
0: in your. Correct. Spirit. We know that actually at this point in the series, because Riku, Riku hasn't gotten rid of the darkness in himself. He's learned to live with it and accept it. And we kind
1: of. Get implication that Xehanort tried, and that's kind of led to some problems recently. So he knows yeah. what he's talking about.
0: Yeah, mm. but at the same time, Terra's conflict is going to be about dealing with this—the fact that he really wants to be a Keyblade master, but he kind of
1: lacks internal motivation.
0: He he wants to believe in on,
1: like so honor justice, defending the weak, but he kind of just says them as words. Like, it's what he's learned, and while he doesn't see anything wrong with it, it doesn't really connect directly. As we'll mm-hmm. see very quickly, when anything personal to him comes in, it completely overwhelms him. Mm-hmm. And also, he doesn't trust anything about himself.
2: Yep, That's one of the big problems with Terra is, is, in fact, that. I think uh, he's essentially lived with Ericus all of his life, and essentially following in Ericus's footsteps is all he really knows. He doesn't really have any ambition
0: beyond that. We haven't even seen what... Gave him the ability to use a keyblade in the first place. We have to assume that it was just like a mastery passed on to him. There's
1: definitely some confusing question about how that works. My understanding is the canon adds more and more possibilities.
0: But I don't think we ever get to see like where Terra comes from. How does Terra work? Does Terra, in fact, fuck? Dude, he, he
1: he never learns glide, so he can't fly. So I kind of feel like <laughs> Pericus
2: probably has a habit of picking up orphaned children who have a sufficient midichlorian count, I mean, have the ability the potential to wield a keyblade. Sounds about right. That seems
1: reasonable. So Ericus collects kids. Oh, no. Thank you. <laughs> I said, you do you want to leave it in that zone? We're going to have things to say about him, but do we want I right? mean, so
0: did the Jedi. Jedi go around to different planets kidnapping kids and just saying, now you're going to be a Jedi. And the kids are just like, I'm five. No, five's too old. Five is too old. <laughs> Throw them out the airlock.
1: <laughs> we can just take it back to this planet. No, that take too long. Throw about the
0: airlock. <laughs> so anyway, a bell chimes. Tara gets goes rushing back to the grand hall, blocking weirdness again. We really feel like Xehanort literally just left the room. Yeah, and and that's important. So it is implied that some indeterminate amount of time has passed at this point because this next scene is kind of weird.
1: The <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ventus is gone. Erius is looking at his glowing wall.
0: Yep, he was apparently FaceTiming with Yen Sid. So look, like, you, you got problems, I have a mouse. Yep, the princesses of heart <laughs> are in danger from a new threat, the unversed.
1: <sighs> Question, what's a princess of heart, Ericus? I don't know. It's
0: something Yen Sid told me about. I don't know what it is.
1: Yeah, he's not a master anymore, but I listen to everything he says, because would you distrust those eyebrows?
0: And so, and also somehow, in this, in like the last five minutes... Xehanort has gone missing. Or maybe long more time has passed. Ericus,
1: he kinda has an object permanence issue. If he can't see Xehanort, assume he assumed doesn't exist. It's like, so you, I, my I only students, it. I the only student I'm aware of that I have. Oh, hi, Aqua. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so, yeah, Ericus is just like, Terra, Aqua, you can now use the lanes between to go to other worlds. I unlocked him because I have the power to do this? And then he tries to enforce the Keyblade Prime Directive, which is going to go pretty damn poorly. But this is also an opportunity for Terra to retake his Mark of Mastery exam. I
1: mean, I feel like Eric is being really heartless about this. He's like, he's like, oh, if I had my own way, I I'd name you Master in a second. Like, <laughs> so apparently Xandor vetoed him or is this kind of like like knives, knives out where everyone's saying I wanted to invite you, but everyone else said no.
0: That's probably it. It's not my opinion that's holding you back here. No, it's just the rules of the council that's just off screen. Pay no attention to the council behind the curtain. They're in the wall. They're all in the walls. <laughs> <laughs> the land of departure
1: is made of people. I can't make you a master. You're so obsessed with power. So go out there and do better. That won't make you more obsessed with power.
0: Go out and go out and have a JRPG adventure where you level up a lot. That definitely won't make you obsessed with power. Can you tell that we kind of question Ericus's work as a teacher? He's a bad teacher. <laughs> this is going to continue. This is going to continue a lot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so. Mustn't be afraid of losing Tara. Well, thanks. I know I'm going to, to repeat some bosses.
0: <laughs> as Tara goes to leave, Ven just comes running up. Tries the kid brother, big puppy dog eyes. Like, are you
1: leaving? In fact, Ven doesn't get anything out. He he's calls Tara's name and starts gasping and
0: Tara cuts him off. So then Terra's just like, nope, summons some badass armor and oh shit, it's Lingering Will. <laughs> like he just summons it by smacking what looks
1: like almost a button on his shoulder armor there like it's a goddamn yep. sentai transformation. Well, yeah, yep.
2: I was going to say this This is where we, we learned that Nomura had been watching
1: way too much
2: tokusatsu while yep. planning this game.
0: Hey, I, I totally accept the fact that he he didn't know what the designs of the actual characters for this game were going to be were. So he just came up with three cool armors. At least he I, came up with three different armors. I like the implication he was sick of cloaks. Yeah.
1: He actually said something of that sort. So, yeah. So so then Terra summons his space bike, which, again, we've seen. hmm. Technically, yep. his keyblade turns into the space bike. I yes. Believe.
0: Sora wants a fucking space bike. You can't have a space bike, Sora. Get back in the gummy ship. Damn it. And then we form dealings with Ventus and Aqua. Did he actually
1: say anything to Aqua in any no. of the scenes from from the start of his scenario to now? I feel like he not really spoke to her directly. Aqua was kind of sent off after. Uh, like, no, they
0: they were sent, sent off was. together. But I don't think Terra really says much to Aqua in the intervening scenes. Gotcha. The first world that's available to us is the Enchanted Dominion, which is the world of Cinderella. No again, Sleeping I Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Damn it! There we go. My brain, so it took you two.
2: It's also Maleficent's homeworld, which is not a particularly good omen to a player of this series. I don't,
0: it's, I said, I'm, I don't know. We definitely should know that this is where Maleficent is from as we've been playing Kingdom Hearts all this time and also you know our Disney knowledge. Mm-hmm. Or you could be a 90s kid and you'd be like, What the fuck is Sleeping Beauty? Why would I watch old cartoons?
1: I don't know. I feel like I was an Just kidding. and I watched all cartoons.
0: And as soon as we arrive, we get our first Unversed. We get Floods, Scrappers, Bruisers, and Red Hot chilies. And before we get into our opinions on Unversed, let's describe them, please. Okay, they're edgy, pointy boy heartless. Yeah,
2: that's what I was going to say. It's like like if uh, Unversed is if somebody Took Heartless and ran them through, you know, like an edgelord filter to a Tom McFarlane bin.
0: Took a bunch of Heartless to Hot Topic or through some comic store or something like that. Edged them up.
1: We got the flood where shadows got their ears straightened out to big spiky points. And now they're trying to zip around like they're, I don't know, zigzagoon.
0: Yep. And they also sort of dive underground a bit, just like shadows do. Yeah. Scrappers, which behave just like soldiers, there's very little distinguishing them. Uh, bruisers are just like large bodies, so they're like elongated a bit. They have mean
1: faces. They kind of look, I said they kind of look emaciated with, with beer belly guts.
0: And red hot chilies are sort of like a little pot thing that shoots fireballs, kind of like the Red Nocturne was a bell that shoots fireballs. Yep. And Ugh. I have in my notes, I kind of hate them.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, when it comes to the unverse, except for specific ones I have negative feelings about, I kind of goes like this. Bored, 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 boardy, bored, edgy, edgy, bored, edgy, look at me, cool, bored, edgy, bored. <laughs> I kind of like the flood ones, but that's like really the
2: only unversed I really like in this game.
0: Okay, there are some unversed boss designs that are legitimately good. Bosses are always a little different from the monsters,
1: you know? They're, yeah. They're, they're story climax points, or at least they're supposed to be, so there's kind of a yeah. different expectation there. A lot of the unversed bosses are distinctly pre-cure weird creatures made out of the things around them
0: bosses. Yes. yes. The regular unversed are decidedly unmemorable compared to Heartless, and like there's just nothing about them. They don't have the weirdness of nobodies and they don't represent anything.
1: The unversed literally means unskilled. Yeah. Really? <laughs> As in I'm, I'm, I'm unversed in that language. Like
2: they don't really have that much of an identity other than being edgy. Like Heartless just kind of look kind of like alternately cute and derpy and like intentionally without an identity.
1: Because it's like Disney, Disney. Disney has made devil monsters, basically.
0: Yeah. The, uh, yeah, it's. Like, I always think the heartless are cute, but also occasionally verge right, right onto the right level of scary. Mm-hmm. And nobodies and are weird. Surreal. They're
1: surreal. surreal and it gives that it gives them that lack of it, that non-existence factors that they seem yeah. so fluid and strange.
0: Yeah. Like, nobodies are cool to look at just because of the way their animations are so out there, especially for like early PS2, 3, 3D animation. They're so alien. Yeah. Unverse are just spiky boys. Yeah, there's literally nothing interesting in the designs of these things.
1: And frankly, I feel like more of them are real cheap shotters. So that makes me angry, too.
0: Yeah, there's a
1: few I might mention just because of that. But mm-hmm. it's not like fighting them is completely miserable. I mean, they're, they're perfectly serviceable as what you're fighting throughout the game. And that's fine. But there's not much to enjoy about the design.
0: It might just be because they were designed to be on the PSP originally. And they're kind of like, well, people aren't going to be seeing that much on this tiny screen anyway. And then and the, the version lord. that's available to us is the one that's on the PS4 mm-hmm. and other platforms.
2: Also, the person who made them is kind of an edge, a boring edge lord. So,
0: oh, you mean in, in the universe? In, story, like, in universe, the universe, in universe, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah um, Tessio Nomura, you are not a boring edge lord. You are a cool edge lord. <laughs> I don't know if I call him an edge lord. He's he's a cool uh, rocker nerd. Once we beat these on verse, because on verse are easy as fuck. There's really isn't much around here. There's an empty field. And another empty field.
1: There's a flaming uh, wall we can't go through because the the dialogue says no, we're not supposed to go that way.
0: Yeah. Terra's just not allowed to go there.
1: There's a little bit. This happens to all the worlds. They have gating and they tend to use this kind of force. I don't want to go there methodology. And I guess it helps them have one big environment that they can use for all sorts of things. But still, it kind of sticks out.
0: Yep. Yep. We make it to the Sleeping Beauty Castle because that's the only way we can go. Then we have a nice battle on a big bridge. Yeah, we have the end up on the big bridge leading the way there. It does not, unfortunately, have a Gilgamesh. I would love to see a Gilgamesh in Kingdom Hearts, but not yet. But it does have a Maleficent. She basically says, like, huh, why aren't you asleep? But then she doesn't
1: elaborate. And you can just kind of tell she's looking and saying useful.
0: Yeah, she immediately <laughs> looks at her and is just like, oh, P- pigeon. Look at this dipshit. <laughs> look at this dipshit. I am going to manipulate the shit out of this dipshit. Oh, a, a,
1: a giant meat shield that, think, that believes they can think. I'll definitely have it. He do things for me. Yep. So, yeah, she can, she can smell a rube a mile away. Yes. So Tara, carefully following the prime directive, just goes up to the first person he meets and starts screaming out if you've met this person I'm looking for.
0: Yep. Tara asks if Maleficent has heard of Xehanort. And she's just like. Maybe, maybe yeah. not.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, what a nice lady!
0: Maybe I did see someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she si- remembers someone leaving the castle without saying who. Tara is just like, oh boy, I got a lead. That's totally Theodore because he's a rube. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he just like said he was. I said maybe he talked too. Talked about the lights, but what is light? Why is a lot of things. I would sit here and ramble till your head explodes.
0: She just vague books about imprisoning the light talks about Princess Aurora and then just sort of is like, it can't be that easy. Can it?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I thought i at least have to try. This this feels hollow. I should hollow yep. him.
0: Yep. <laughs> also, there's a new one first on the bridge. Thornbite, it's a weird plant thing. It sucks. Bye. <laughs> it's really spiky. We're just
1: going to fight through the bridge.
0: Yep. Yeah, I leveled up a, a bunch in this castle because critical mode is mean as fuck. Also, if we can go back to the forest clearing, there'd be another new unverse, the Arch Raven, But... Mm. Eh. It's a bird. Yeah. So eventually we make it to Aurora's room in the castle.
1: (laughs) We went through this nice empty castle about three environments, including one giant open throne room, which clearly is an arena.
0: Yep. Oh, it's clearly an arena. And there's also a weird. It's not a puzzle piece in this game. It's a sticker.
1: But it's got that same little shining crown look to it.
0: Yep. And it's floating out in the middle of nowhere. You can't reach it normally. But if you're like me, you're like, okay, how can I use these deepy, dopey commands that I have to get that. And so, yes, well, before I was you're supposed to be able to get it, which you're actually supposed to have, like, what I think uh, a jump. bunch of high jumping jump air and dashes. Surge. Yeah, I figured out how to chain together a bunch of dashes to get it in this part of the game. The first time I oh, played, boy. I did not do that this time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Tara, he sees like Aurora's room's covered in barrier. He just breaks out without a second thought.
0: Yep. Maleficent shows up while Terra's in the Aurora's room.
1: Like This room's so familiar, he says, for no reason.
0: Yep. Maleficent exposes her plan to use the Princesses of Heart to open the door to all worlds. So, yeah, she's totally been talking to Xehanort. Yep. <laughs> yep. like, well, you have a Keyblade, don't you? I like, where'd you learn that name? Yep. So then Maleficent decides she wants to make a trade offer. She receives Aurora's heart. You receive the use of darkness. Seems fair.
1: <laughs> well, it says you will learn more. It's like mm-hmm. in your heart. It's like, why would I do this? Like, I'm just going to awaken the heart. And, it's, and she just
0: she casts a spell or something. And It's like my body's not my own. Yep. Tara has a bunch of flashbacks from lessons of the air learning the light Jedi party line. And then he steals a girl's heart. Yep. He's brainwashed and uses his keyblade to release Aurora's heart from Levison. Good going, you rube. <laughs> I'm going to start calling uh, a moratorium on overuse of rube. <laughs> okay. What would you prefer? Because I'm trying to avoid going into dipshit. Hatsy.
1: Sucker, Shill, Mark. Patsy. Patsy's uh, a good one. Easily, easily, easily fooled brickhead. Barely sentient block of stone. Nah, that's someone else's joke. Yep. A Pete. She hasn't met Pete yet. Uh, yes, that's why oh, she. God, I, I can't believe that happened.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Maleficent says, wait. Well, that was your fault. Yeah. is just like, wait, this worked? What did you do?
2: Yep. I heard someone tell me just randomly that that actually uh, behind the scenes in like the Ultimania of this or something like that that like Nomura says that Xehanort actually did it in order to like frame Terra in his own mind or
1: something. Like is that. Cr- what? Cr- yeah. I will say we jumped ahead a little bit. There's a later scene where Xehanort kind of snarks to someone that a heart is, that isn't as dark as Terra's is not dark enough to steal a heart. So and then he just kind of smirks bounces and says nothing else. Apparently he's saying, no, Xehanort did it. Huh. Which implies, what, is he hiding under the bed? <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. Scrub, scrub that image out of your head. He just shows up in one of those poo gas portals. Yeah. I feel like we have seen it.
0: I think hiding under the bed makes more sense in this case. And it's also funnier.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He just lifts up the sheet and he's just, hi. He just crawls out from under the bed like a spider. Red (laughs) fruit, Xehanort is not hiding under the bed. (laughs) We're not allowed to make that. You're right. You're right. He's he's actually on top of the canopy of
0: the bed. Looking down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway. So Maleficent's just like, okay. I got oh, another yeah. trade offer for you. Give me six more hearts for the princesses and y- I'll let you rule all the worlds for me. I'm a peacekeeper. Yeah, you're doing a great job, kid. Yep. Terra is just like, nope. And then the castle starts to rumble. So Melissa just,
1: she's like, ah, well, the fuck off, kid. And also you suck.
0: <laughs> yep. And then Terra forges a D-Link with Maleficent. Well, you know, she hits all three corners that we were
1: talking about. Gatekeep Gaslight like her boss. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a he's like, I really liked how you tricked me the murder. Why have you dimensional pen pals? Like, yeah, but it's because I just need a laugh every morning. <laughs>
0: yep. So let's go check out what caused that crash. It's a giant thematic unversed. They, a
1: spinning wheel. wheel turned into a monster.
0: Yep. The wheel well, master.
1: The, the wheel master just looks like she should be racing. I actually thought this particular unverse was
2: a huge trip. It's like, how do you make a monster out of a spinning wheel? I, I guess
0: you make it edgy. How. You make it edgy. That's how
1: you kind of just you kind of just make the parts able to move. and you. I think it's about yep. all that happens. This is like, what happens when Rita Repulsa
2: throws her staff down uh, near a spinning wheel and just, you know, yeah. the line, make
1: my monster grow. Yeah, I was going to say it was uh, a but that has not seen that
0: season of Precure. So, (laughs) or any season? No, he's seen a little uh, bit of Yes Five, so he's uh, was it Yes Five or Yes Five Go Go? No, it was Yes Five. Okay, so you've seen uh, what? What are those things? Kawaina Kawinas. Yep, those are the masks, right? Yes. (laughs) So this is getting cut. (laughs) So yeah, um, the first time I ever played this game, I got stuck on this fight for a very long time. This time it was pretty easy. If you level up and use shot locks.
1: I did do ear those, but I think it only took me two tries because I re-equipped potions the second time. But then mm-hmm. I had to do a replay, dude. I'm not going to talk about it. And that time, I just kind of crushed it. Like understanding how, under how shot locks and form changes and just basic chaining of magic and that just let you flatten everything, especially yep. early.
0: Yep. After this, Terra will get the Diamond Dust form change, which was powers up by using ice moves and unless you do cool ice shit, it, it's let's neat. Shiva up here, though. Unfortunately, But it's named after Shiva, kind of. After the fight, uh, Terror returns to Princess Aurora and promises to get her light back. And that's the last thing we do
1: in Castle of Dreams. You feel like Maleficent was looking at the giant... Not Castle of Dreams. Yeah. Enchanted Dominion.
0: And that that we're done with Enchanted Dominion. Castle of Dreams is the next thing on the notes. You feel
1: like Maleficent is like, oh, giant kaiju spinning wheel. That's way more effective than sleepy curses. And she's kind of just like, well... I'm, I'm going to need some time to get my goals going. I guess it's going to be the next game.
2: yep So that that Keyblade Prime Directive is going really well right off the bat, huh? I murdered someone. Whoops. Whoops.
0: Bad yep. decisions, man. And we get the Fairy Stars Keyblade. Neat. It's slightly better with magic, as I recall.
1: So not good for Terra. I believe it shrinks his range, too.
0: Yep. Back out on the way, Castle of Dreams, Dwarf Woodlands, and a Mirage Arena opens up. Don't do the Mirage Arena. We are not gonna talk about the Mirage Arena uh until much later on in the season. So let's go to the Castle of Dreams. Yes. Tara starts by walking up to a crying girl who is mourning her destroyed dress. Yeah. She's just
1: out in the clearing crying at a marble bench, and he's like, yo, you should be stronger. Yep. Like yeah. darkness finds its way into a wounded heart. You have to be strong of heart to carry you through trials. And she just has nothing to say to that.
0: It's just it's like <laughs> What? Where did you pick up that garbage? From my teacher. She, <laughs> before
1: she could even ask, the unverse showed up. Like, they're feeling awkward, too. Yep. The unverse just show up because we can't go five minutes without an unverse fight in this game. Oof. So, yeah, so he beats him up, and Cinderella is just crying. Doesn't even see, I don't think she noticed the monster fight back there. So, so he's just back there shouting, fire and take oh. this. And she's like, and I get she's upset, but mm, situational yep. awareness is worrying me, girl.
0: There's two new kinds of unverse in this fight, hair razors and shoegazers. And not to belabor the point, but I hate everything about the unverse, Even these fucking names suck. <sighs>
1: <laughs> so after the fight, nothing's been accomplished. So who should show up? But the fairy godmother.
0: Yep. She sh- decides to show Tara how to actually talk to a crying woman by giving her stuff. Oh, I'm in trouble. No,
2: so I'm just I'm just laughing at this per- at these these things because the the worlds are so empty. You know, the last world, literally the only two speak characters that you ever saw in it that weren't just uh, monsters were Maleficent
1: and Princess Aurora. And Aurora was not speaking, <laughs> or is nor is I think she's even animated. She could have been a pre rendered object for all we saw. <laughs> speaking of speaking and rendering, the the facial animations would scare me when they go textured.
0: Oh my gosh, the facial animations that are just that aren't fully animated in this game are fucking terrifying. We didn't touch on it, but Ventus has the scariest one. He looks like he has a rictus grin. When
1: they do textured lip flap also, it basically just goes through one frame of open mouth and shut mouth, so it just... (laughs) I know they're on weaker hardware, but that definitely sticks out in a frightening way. Mm -hmm. So so in this world, we've now met two people, so we're already doing a better pace for And you gotta say, woman appearing in a puff of smoke, good thing Tara didn't just stab her too.
0: I mean... Oh crap, You would think. You think he might have learned to do that after what happened with Maleficent last time? Good thing he didn't.
1: <laughs> or with all the universe that literally appear in puffs of smoke.
0: Or maybe it's not a good thing he didn't. I have suspicions about the fairy godmother that we will go into later this season.
2: Well, sh- uh, obviously, if Mal- Maleficent is an evil fairy, we have to
1: just get rid of all the fairies. OK, so nice to meet you, Captain Hook. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. Her solution to how to talk girl is just use magic bullshit to make the problem disappear for a couple of hours. Yep. Tara's like, no, train more. Come on. Yep. So. So, yeah, she puts Cinderella in the dress, as you might expect. And Tara walks up and stares right at her chest.
0: (laughs) What the hell, dude? Her eyes are up
1: here. I'm pretty sure it's unintentional, but he really walks up. He's looking down like he says, her, but his head doesn't move for a disturbing time frame. Yeah, <laughs> it's uncomfortable. And, and he says like her heart was full of lights. Why didn't I see it? Well, no comments. Cinderella goes off to the castle. We get the title card for the world. Fairy Godmother asks him if dreams could come true. Tara doesn't know why he can't talk to women yep. or something. I don't know. So, yeah, we make it to the gates of the castle because say dreams come true. I should stalk that girl. Yeah. Seems reasonable because pretty much fairy Godmother probably does the other two in this world. She really should have done that here and saved everyone some trouble.
0: Yep. Cinderella just wants to go to the fucking ball. She doesn't give a shit about this kid who's just discovering puberty. <laughs> this, this weird six foot tall,
1: 14 year old. I don't know whatever age she's supposed to be. He mm-hmm. just shows up as wielding this massive, weird club thing.
0: Yep. It's like, have, uh, you, have you met any other women? Oh, I have grew up with one. Yeah, but she just seems
1: to put a lot of her existence around handling his bullshit, just working with it. So sure. Yeah. So Admiral over her, but hasn't really taught him by anything else.
0: Mm-hmm. We have to protect Cinderella through the palace because the unversed are coming down her like crazy. Yep. We have to just protect her and guide her through the hallway. It's not that hard.
1: It's a little annoying because she'll just run ahead and then it's like, oh, it's attacking. Push triangle to warp in front. Oddly enough, I found the combat in Enchanted Dominion way harder than the than the combat in this it's, world. It's not so much hard as irritating. I never mm-hmm. lost at all to it, and but it's just something about it just gets this annoying. I know escort missions being bad is a cliche, but this one just kind of grinded me a little.
0: But once you win, you get the counter hammer command, which is a thing to add on to your block command if
1: I remember to use it, I probably would have been pretty good at. I'm very bad at remembering counter uh, abilities in, in video games.
0: Well, like this one isn't even like that complicated one because like the window for blocking is very big and the window for using counter hammer is also very big. You can just like yes. block for a very long time and then you press a button at any time after that and it will attack.
1: Yes, blocking. That's definitely something I should have learned faster, too.
0: Yes, this is a very defensively oriented game, as I learned a long time into my later part of it.
1: And that one fight in uh, the upcoming Radiant Garden, I figured out how blocking basically wins the fight for you. I still didn't remember using the wild
0: side. That's oof. Cinderella <laughs> thanks Terra and he gentlemanly guides into the ball. The four person filled ball. Yep. There's not much dialogue. The dance just starts. And the inverse have already attacked because, yeah, it's pretty much entirely empty. Did they mop up the blood? Yeah.
1: Oh, at least I have no one's mind. And Dutara's like, maybe believing in yourselves enough, I'm having my anime epiphany.
0: Yep. And then Lady <laughs> yes. Tremaine, the whipped wicked stepmother and the wicked stepsisters whine on the sidelines because we needed a few more characters that don't do anything.
1: <laughs> I mean, right now we just have the sit around the prince dancing in front of the Grand Duke and no one else. So hmm. Yep. It's just this is just a weird Empty world. And I know this game is heavy before, but this one, something about being a party in that big ballroom makes it really crazy feeling.
0: And since Terra is definitely not going to be dancing, he doesn't have anyone to <laughs> dance with. He has to find something to do. And just as he's thinking about that and Verse show up in the balcony.
1: Zayar, it's like you could dance with the darkness inside. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say dance with them in the pale moonlight, so I'm up. On, I'm up one on you for that. So does that
0: mean? But Paras- you did just say it. I was. That's I wasn't going to say
1: anything. But I, you said it now. I said it ironically. <laughs> you still said it.
2: Does that mean Terra summons unversed by being bored?
0: Maybe. I dig it.
1: Would it be any worse if even if he did that? Would it be any worse than decisions he has been making so far? <laughs> Let's see. You know, I want to. I want to help the Green Witch and this sad girl. I should definitely scold her for being a wimp. <laughs> At least he doesn't steal her heart in this one. Yep. <laughs> Ah oh, crap! I kept do. I did it again. <laughs> Why do I keep doing that?
0: So we have to head up to the balcony. It's not that long of a trek. And as we get up to the balcony, suddenly a giant conductor first appears on the dance floor. Why did we go up here? <laughs> Back down, fine. No, we just jumped down from the balcony. Fortunately, it's a giant conductor surrounded by floating instruments, and its name is the Symphony Master.
2: <laughs> this one was actually a cool idea. Oh, yeah, it, just, eh. it turned out to be kind of easy.
1: It's yeah, yeah. the instruments are just kind of floating around and being their own threat. You smash him and you beat him up. There's nothing that really sticks out to me other than having sort of a cute opening animation of the instruments like conducting around it. Shot locks are very good here. So, yeah, so you beat him up, you get some more cards in your deck. Terra shy a few cards in this deck, so this should help.
0: hmm. And Tara's trying to figure out when the universe started causing issues here. And the Grand Duke tells him a blade a mask arrived in the kingdom. This guy is way too calm about the monster infestation that just suddenly. Yeah, he's just like, oh,
1: it just happened when this weird kid showed up. And then everyone canceled the party. And that's really the part that's upset. Everyone yep. pulled their RSVPs, I guess.
0: Yep. Yeah, Tara doesn't get to have any more good info beyond that. And then it chimes midnight, so it causes, which causes Cinderella to do the movie thing.
1: Does he even comment on her running away?
0: Nope, because we get to see Aqua coming in as this happens.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So basically, Tara kind of watched him, And then Aqua comes in and is like, oh, hi, Aqua. Aqua tells Tara that Ven just ran away to find him. And Tara's just like, what? And Aqua's like, OK, do you know why? Because I kind of feel like this is something you could have caused. <laughs>
0: Look, Aqua's just like, OK, do you know what's happened with Xehanort? Please tell me anything. I I, and, I, have, I, I don't know where you've been for the last couple hours, so I need to check what's happened. And it's still hilarious to me realizing that this is like the first thing Aqua's actually done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we later we get a timeline and well and it kind of matches up, but it kind of makes some really weird people staring into space during hours after people are doing things questions.
0: Yep. Cause they leave the Radiant Garden after one after the other in a matter of like a minute a few minutes. And then there's just hours of Aqua apparently flying around doing nothing before she finally finds her way to the Castle of Dreams. She got really hooked into she got hooked on the Winnie the Pooh. Damn it. I
2: was gonna say Aqua is just Kirby warp starring around. The Me. lanes between.
1: No, that's Mickey. She caught a ride with him. But she doesn't need to. She has a little handlebar thing. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, like, Tara doesn't say anything about what's happening.
0: He talks about what he learned about dreams, and we get a D-link with Cinderella. Like, dreams are awesome. And Tara's like,
2: uh. Okay. I think that's a major downgrade from Maleficent, honestly.
0: The Cinderella D-link is actually pretty decent.
2: Oh, it's no. good. I'm just saying, like, in terms of, like, if I could choose between, like, y- you know, calling on, you know, the, the spirit of Maleficent or Cinderella to help me in combat, I would choose Maleficent first.
1: Well, I mean, judging from Cinderella's powers, she's completely surrounded by the magic of the fairy godmother because everything there is witching and magic powers. Yep. Oh. So that so it's kind of like you're calling a warlock to help with her patron.
0: We also get the Stroke of Midnight keyblade, which is literally the Disney castle as a keyblade. Yep. You say Midnight. No, I said Midnight. Hmm. Stroke of Midnight for drinking. (laughs) Yes. It's a keyblade with a with a Steiner at the end. (laughs) Oh,
1: God. Anyway, that's the story here. Reason 20 why John should not design keyblades. Yes.
0: I want that keyblade to exist now. (laughs) Oh, God.
1: Yeah. i go go find one of those. Go find one of those tinkering or uh, foraging channels on YouTube and ask. Well, was,
0: maybe we'll find it in the dwarf woodlands. The yeah, dwarves really like they, to drink beer. Yeah, they These like meat and that. beer. That's OK. We're not going to meet them. Damn it. We're going to be Evil queen because we've got a theme going.
1: <laughs> this theme is Tara shows up in the funniest spots because we're in the queen's innermost chamber. The one with her magic mirror. She's
0: speaking to a mirror. Tara's around the corner watching. <laughs> Yep, and Tara's just like, I have a bad idea.
1: <laughs> Beware Like, wait, what if Xehanort's here? I say for no reason. Also, yep. do and then he just is like she hears him talking to himself loudly. <laughs> yep.
0: And <laughs> just yeah, is he- just like Hmm.
1: What if Master Xehanort's here? She's like, who
0: is that? Yeah, I have no idea who the fuck that is. Get the fuck out of my castle. And then, and and then like, the queen's just like, "Wait,
1: wait, that looks useful."
0: Yeah, <laughs> that looks stupid. I smell an idiot. You
1: look, you look dumb, dumb, You look dumb. Take this.
0: Yep. It's like I
2: probably don't want to fight this guy head on, but I can probably manipulate him.
1: Yeah,
0: we got a theme going.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the theme is take this box and put that girl's heart in it. Tears like, ah, shit, not again. Yep, <laughs> yep. At least not that Cinderella out. <laughs>
0: Yep. Tara does not instantly say no, which is fucking wild.
1: I'm going to give him some favor here. He asked her why she wants this, this what this girl did to him, and he doesn't say yes. He says, OK, where can I find her? So I will say, to be in all fairness, Tara is clearly just gathering information to see what to think. I think
2: Tara is thinking that he's he's playing her.
1: <laughs> That's adorable. That's adorable, Terra. <laughs> I believe that it's basically a push. They're both playing each other so weakly that it just comes up in nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yep, Terra resolves that he definitely won't let what happened to Aurora happen to Snow White.
1: And he, but he seems convinced that these pure hearts lead him to Xehanort. He, he should be more questioning about why.
0: Yeah, <laughs> really should be. Let's dungeon crawl. You're going through a sewer level, basically. Yeah, there's a, f- a few new unversed in here. You got uh, spider chests and prize pods. Prize pods actually give you ice cream p- pieces. Every JRPG needs a
1: uh, sewer level.
0: Yeah, that's it. It's very easy level design.
1: <laughs> it, we, yeah, because it's, you know, it's all just bricks and water, bricks and water, stone and water. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, alchemy flasks just have rats as
0: enemies. Or in this case, unversed. And spiders. Mm. And there's some actual level design in here. Like there's you got it. Some wheels to raise some grates, You can jump on some bubbles to get some height. It's actually okay. kind of competent level design. What the hell?
1: They're tied of totally two tiered height levels and big enough that there's actually some platforming and, and positioning. Yeah. Then we go out through the Bering Castle courtyard again. We haven't seen a single person. Mm-hmm. And two steps outside the castle, we run into Snow White.
0: Yep. Immediately outside the castle, there she is, just gathering flowers. By the way,
1: Snow White's design looks really weird against the more anime design and everything else, or even the more modern Disney. Yeah, that's true. She's weirdly pale, and she has very strangely shaped eyes compared to other yep. series. Well, she's Snow White. Of course she's pale.
0: Yep. Tara walks up right behind her, and she cinnamon rolls her way his convincing Tara she's got a pure heart of light. She's <laughs> so like, do you know Xehanort? He's just so just good. Snow White's just, just like, what the fuck me. are you talking about, dude?
2: She's like, I am too pure to know anybody with an X in their name.
0: Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> and as we said, because we can't go five minutes without an unversed attack in a cutscene. The unverse attack. So the wife runs
1: off and Tara makes a token after to say, wait, don't go. And then he just forgets about it. And we yep. never sees her
0: again. We beat up the unversed and we get air slide, which is our air dash for Tara.
1: It's useful. And Tara's like, huh. So that random girl didn't know about about the guy I'm looking for from their world weird. Guess I'll go check with that magic mirror again.
0: Yep. Out of ideas. Back to the castle. I,
1: I had enough bad ideas. Let's have a so so one.
0: Yep. The queen's just like, what the fuck? Tara's just like, no, what? I have a brain. No. I'm not an idiot. Why are all you calling me an idiot?
1: It's like I was like, like, what are you talking about? I already read the Snow White's heart and I chose to ignore it. I don't hate that line, but I really can't give Tara that much credit. I mean, yeah, I, I do respect that he at least thought enough here to avoid something stupid. <laughs> Tara honestly has his heart in the right place. He's kind of an idiot. And then she tells the mirror to eat him. Yeah.
0: And
1: he's like, I can't do that. So she off screen throws a potion on him for some reason.
0: And now we got to fight the mirror inside the mirror. Mirror
1: Mirrorvor. I'm sorry. Does that mean you eat mirrors? Because that's what I really heard after a bit. Ouch. (laughs) So, yeah, so you fight this the big, masky face, it does lots of multiple faces, p- pick out the real one there, it's yeah, kind of this pointless big, big shimmery void where you fight a huge face. It's a, it's a pretty cool fight, though, like
2: I thought the whole thing was pretty neat they they did like a good job in in making it so that you can tell which face
1: is the real one without making it too too obvious. Mm-hmm. Except to for the for two it. lines where you don't see it right away, you just end up running down the two lines of jerks,
0: yeah, but.
1: I don't think the mirror's heart is in
0: this. Yeah, yeah, the <laughs> pretty easy. Heart. Wait, so what? yeah,
1: no, I was just making this, having a bunch of stupid heartless, and also it's just the face jokes running through my head. Yep. Okay. So, so yeah, so so that fight happens, and you get transported right back out.
0: Yep. Queen is just like, "Fucking hell, why? Why can't I get rid of you, you fucking idiot?" Just, just like,
1: fine, give him what he wants. Yeah, like you gave me I got Firestorm out of that fight, but I still want my answer.
0: Yep. Queen, fully safe of this is just like fine. Tell this knave what he
1: craves, whatever I'm gonna rhyme it half ass.
0: Yep, <laughs> the mirror lays out some cryptic knowledge and Terra storms off annoyed. What is that cryptic knowledge? Beyond both light and dark he dwells, where war
1: was waged upon the fells. And the Terror's like, is that all? And the beer has nothing to say to him.
0: Yep. And Terror's like, well, oh, that was useless. Bye. He's gonna go see Yensid! Yay! And we got the treasure trove keyblade, which is Pointless. made of gems. <laughs> kind of cool.
1: Kind of cool. Yeah, so that's the first uh, set of worlds through. It's so a kind of short little plots, and Terra's really being the master of questionable and bad choices so far. Yeah. <laughs> he has trusted one villain, berated an innocent, and then only just barely realized he shouldn't do the same thing over again with the next villain. It feels yep. like. And he's kind of around going, have you seen this guy? I'm not describing to you.
0: Do you know this name? Have you ever heard of the name Xehanort? That is a really wild name. I'm sure I would have recognized that name if I had heard it. I admit there's probably not more than a couple out there. Wait, is that name just an anagram of no heart with an X in it? No, it is.
1: (laughs) I mean, how? I mean, come on. How many Xehanorts can there be? (laughs) Oh, it's a bit too early for that. I mean, we already know three. We already so, know three already. True. Oh, yeah, but all we're right. going to save that for later. But that's we're all- going
0: to save that for later. Yeah, next week, Birth by Sleep will take some time to become the Kingdom Hearts game. But anyways,
1: so we're going to be looking forward to that. So until next time, I'm Jared. I'm John. And I'm Matt. And remember, a good story is best enjoyed with friends.
0: Thank you for listening to Backlog Dialogues. If you're enjoying our deep dives and discussions, be sure to leave a five-star review on the podcatcher of your choice. If you're really enjoying our deep dives and discussions, you can support us on Patreon at patreoncom dialogues. If you'd like to hear more episodes, you can find our archives at backlogdialogues.com. Special thanks to Eli for our theme song. Kingdom Hearts and all associated trademarks are the property of Disney and Square Enix. Please support the official release.
2: So did you see the that universe. the entire internet has decided that the new grass starter for Pokemon is, is, a, is a, a cannabis kitty?
1: Who cares? See, There's I'm a much not, better I'm not, su-
0: there. I'm not surprised by that, but I'm also sad that people are not, like, seeing the same things I'm seeing, where they see Sora, Goofy, and Donald for the grass, fu- fire, and water starters.
1: <laughs> They're seeing Donald, but the problem is more than we are seeing the crocodile as the
0: Among Us guys. And, uh, I mean, I, I can kind of see it based on the shape. But those eyes, that fucking mouth, that is totally goofy. It's a sharp
1: tooth rather than a buck tooth, but...
0: Yeah, and the, um, and of course the grass kitty actually just, like, has the same bright-eyed good boy energy of Sora. So I'm (laughs) like, I'm like, it's, it's the Kingdom Hearts trio. They got to be (laughs) be Pokemon starters. (laughs) I think at this point I would say Elden Ring is not particularly hard because I don't think it's mechanically hard. I just think it's, like, tricky. It takes a lot of preparation and thought to go through anything. And some trial and error.
1: Which is why it's compared to Metal Gear Solid. This 15-second video where someone kills a bear and then as they turn around, a bear five times the size jumps them. Yep. They call it (laughs) it an extremely funny game because of that. It does does that perky will-be-right-back jingle to that. Neat. There's I would do the JoJo to
0: be continued. I'd yeah. th- totally throw a roundabout there. <laughs> There's know, definitely the is, uh, some Hank it. the Tank Bears. Uh, I mean, the whole around. round of, the whole roundabout meme is you just like cut right yeah. before something terrible happens, and you bring up the little arrow and you go roundabout. So well, as, well, it's it's it doesn't matter how giant, short the clip is. Yeah, it's literally a giant bear with its paws about to crush the player. So <laughs> yep. I mean, that's just your fault for attacking a random thing for no good reason. Well, is it just summons gi- things much bigger than it? I mean, keep your distance from things and wait to see if they're going to attack you before you attack them. That's the first rule that I figured out in this game.
2: Oh, yeah. The second great rule, dodge
1: rule. rolling. My understanding, most of these are from software games. It's dodge rolling.
0: Dodge rolling well, is very rolling useful. Is
2: dodge rolling um, is
1: good. Blocking is also very good if you have
2: the right
0: shield. So since I'm playing a caster, I'm just like, I'm just going to snipe as many things as I can ahead of time because I would I don't want to get up close to things because I'm squishy. Oh.
2: Yeah, and using a lot of magic, I mean, a lot lot of things are not very resistant to magic damage, so
1: you can just... Huge
0: huge swarm of enemies comes at me, and I just switch to my AoE spell, and I start cutting down huge swathes of them. It's fun! (laughs) Oh, boy. I'm sure I'm I'm pissing off a bunch of the diehards by saying that I'm playing a caster, but fuck you all. I want to play the game the way I want to play. Whatever yeah. I
2: think of Shiva, the coolest version of Diamond Dust is still the Final Fantasy 14 version, in my opinion, especially just because of the the, the what they did you, with the music. Because you get to pose.
0: You get to pose. Yes. Slash Manderville.
1: <laughs> now nah, slash power up. I bought that one for fun, and I'm going to use it. Yes.